So, Joe, nothing drives me more crazy than hypocrisy. It doesn't matter if it's Republican to Dem, uh, sports, anything. So you want to take a look at the tweet that I sent you the other day from this guy, and then I want to ask you about the gas prices. So this guy tweeted on January of 2017, must have been right when Trump got in, gas has gone up 40 cents per gallon here in New York City since Trump won. Not a coincidence. Now, once Biden's in, he just tweeted recently, last week, who else fully understands that high gas prices are not President Biden's fault? That's Brooklyn's dad defiant. That's the exact stuff that drives me crazy. That guy, I am actually very aware of him on Twitter. I, I used to follow him, and I stopped following him, A, because he went, like, big time and became a douchebag. But number two, he's been highlighted a lot of times for his hypocrisy for saying one thing about Trump, another thing about Biden, Obama, Trump. It's that's his whole thing. And I hate that too. My whole thing is be consistent. Like what yeah, a, exactly what you wouldn't want the other side to do. You can't do It's simple as that. Whatever you think that might be is what it is. So, right. There's nothing wrong with saying your guy did something bad or the opposite guy did something good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your guy usually does something bad and the other side usually does something good. When when they do things that are good for all of us, it's like we should all be happy about that. And still people find well, th this is still get out of here. It's so ridiculous. Also, when people were like, you know, Trump could cure cancer and people would still hate him. I was like, <laughs> no, they would like him then. Like it would. Yeah. I don't know. I don't buy that either. Like a Trump was like, hey, here's the cure for cancer. Everybody gets it. He would be a yeah. hero. Stop it. Stop That's the it. Go That's always the go-to line, too. Yes. And it's so stupid because I really do think that would be a game changer. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jedi, that could be a show in itself if cancer is curable. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe, you know AIDS is. Yeah, I know. What is the deal with gas prices? Because we're seeing it everywhere. And I figured uh, I want to ask you, because since you know probably better than we do. Okay, so the truth of the matter is, is no, it doesn't matter who the president of the United States is one way or another. That has nothing to do with gas prices. It usually seems like it does, but that's kind of bigger picture and, and policy. Certainly, Jedi smiling. That would certainly, <laughs> would certainly influence it, but. The fact of the matter is, is everyone loves capitalism so much. Supply and demand is all this is. You know, the United States is the leading producer of oil. It's we export a ton of it because, well, if you're Shell, you could sell it to the people in California for cheap or you could sell it to the people in Sri Lanka for like way more. What are you going to do? Right. Yet I wouldn't so, think it's cheap in California. <laughs> Yeah, but why don't they charge us less then if we produce a lot of oil ourselves? Why don't they charge people here less than other people and just get it off the back end? Do you know a lot of the oil in California actually is the Russian oil that we do import? Most of the rest of the country, we got this. Like we're what we have in Texas and out in the Midwest is enough to, we use almost 19 million barrels a day. The U.S. produces 12 million, which is roughly two thirds of what we would need, but we import 55% because of how much we export. Most of what's coming in on the West Coast, it's cheaper to get it from Russia for you guys. So yeah, that's why Hawaii is a, dependent too on Russian oh, oil. Yeah. Big time, big time. But like up this way, we're we're solid. We're getting our stuff comes from the Gulf of Mexico. It's all well, American owned. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to brag. <laughs> you know, the prices here are awful. But no, it's again, it's just supply and demand. The world supply chain has. And the other thing is, is gas is a tradable commodity. You have to understand, like there's futures, and there was no reason for the gas price to jump immediately. That didn't have to happen. Oil companies were like, just do it. And they did it because they can. It's not, I, I've read a bunch of economists that were like, this hike in gas prices could see like three weeks from now, but instantly like that, there was no reason for that other than their concern with high gas prices is what? That people will drive less. That's the only way that you can combat high gas prices is to just try not to get gas. The, the more that they have, the cheaper the price has to be. Also, here's what people don't understand about the gas prices under Trump. This is really important to understand. Again, why it has nothing to do with anything the president does. Iran was trying to raise money because of the sanctions against them with the whole nuclear deal. And Trump didn't like them at all. They started producing more oil than they normally do. Saudi Arabia hates them. Saudi Arabia has way more oil than they do in Iran. And so they started producing even more on their end to artificially drive the price down. It was more about making sure that Iran didn't maximize its oil profits. It was the only reason that they did that. And that's a big part of the reason why the price was so low under Trump. So you could say he had better, whatever the case may be, and maybe Saudi Arabia did him a solid. Maybe that's true. I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but that seems likely. You know, they let them kill that guy in the uh, in the embassy. So I guess we're even. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, we have oil in other places, oil, but we're, we're still bringing our oil out and taking other oil in, right? Yes. And listen, nobody shut down any pipelines. All the pipelines are still open. 11,000 people didn't lose their jobs because the Keystone XL pipeline was never built. It was projected. 11,000 people would work on the construction. The final tally of jobs when all was said and done and it was built was going to be less than 100 people because you don't need that many to maintain a pipeline. It was crappy Canadian oil from Alberta. It's called sand oil. It's not meant for gasoline. So that thing's a disaster. It was also on those Indian. Remember, remember Standing Rock? Everybody was with the Standing Rock Indians. Remember that? Same pipeline. That's the same thing we're talking about. It's land we're not supposed to drill on. It's not even American oil. Again, it's the, the pipeline runs from Alberta, Canada. It, it's Canadian. It's it's an import. <laughs> Literally, the Keystone X is an import from Canada. So, again, people should know your facts. There is a Keystone pipeline. It pumps out 880,000 barrels a day. It's the number one supplier of oil to in, in the United States. And it's pumping as much as it did under Trump, as much as it did under Obama, and as much as it did under Bush. Pumping See, out yeah, roughly yeah. the same amount. I did fall for that 11,000 jobs because the way they made it sound was people lost their jobs. And that's why when right. you say you that need to like, find the source. yeah, that would If that happened, that would have been awful. Yeah. Right? Like, what liberal would have been like, well, 11,000 oil people had a job. That's good for the economy. Nobody thinks yeah. like that. And that, that. Like, that's... And again, but it's, isn't it easy to believe that because yeah. liberals are so stupid? Yeah, of course they would do that. They don't care about those 11,000 more people they could put on welfare. So, Joe, speaking of oil in the war, remember I told you a couple weeks ago, I texted you. Dan wrote in and said, oh, Joe's so smart. I understood the the whole thing that's going on in Ukraine in about two minutes. 
it didn't Joe take is long like to, our yeah. encyclopedia of everything. But Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, it didn't take long for Dan to turn on Joe. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, doing a podcast, sometimes someone says something, and I got to start writing it down because when Joe said this last week, I was like, oh, I have to follow up on that. And then I got sidetracked. But he messaged me and he said, What's up with Joe? I'm I'm off on Joe because he doesn't like electric cars. He goes, I'm gonna give him one. He goes, I'm gonna give him one ride in my Tesla, and he's gonna change his mind. <laughs> Why wouldn't you like electric cars? I don't know, dude. There's just just something about him right now. I, I don't know. It's not. I don't sexy. know what it is. <laughs> if I'm being honest, and this maybe just the old school conservative of me, but that that's kind of a pussy car. <laughs> Jedi, I'd love to have a Tesla. Yeah, me too. I, but that's the only electric car I would want. Uh, they're not sexy to me. Sorry. <laughs> I yep, feel bad, though. I didn't mean to yeah. offend anybody. They're, no, they're just, no, just not no. for me. That's all. Just not for me. You, oh, cool. No. Me, no. Yeah. He I'm was, old. No, he, was, he, he was just joking around. It was funny because I thought that when you said it and I never got around to it. And I'm like, oh, you reminded me because, yeah, that didn't make sense to me that you wouldn't like that. I did, by the way, share that with my wife that somebody thought oh, yeah. I was really smart. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Crimes, Conspiracy, and Beyond back again. Let me ask you this. If you did the crime, should you do the time? But what if it's on foreign soil? Yeah, this whole episode made me rethink going anywhere but the United States or in the Caribbean or something. I don't know <laughs> what countries I want to go to. It is scary I, thinking of what's going on right now. I know. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. It just... I think when you go somewhere, you have to be apprised of their laws, their rules, their culture. You know, it's it's only the, you know, right thing to do if you're going somewhere you haven't been before. <laughs> yeah. The first time I went to Mexico, I went to Cancun. And before I went, everyone said, watch out for the, the Mexican police. They'll do this. They'll do that. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm 20 years old. I know what I'm doing. First night in Cancun, my buddy and I were on like the strip or whatever. We go to cut through the back of a hotel and there's two police officers. They took us. They basically like asked us questions. They opened our wallets, took all our money, gave us the wallets back. said like, have a nice day. Nothing you can do. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the first night too, which ruined my entire vacation. So you are broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they took like, I was like 300 pesos, which later I found out it was, I don't know, 10, 20 bucks, but it is scary. They have guns and stuff and they just take your money. They must do that on a daily basis to people that you can't do anything. You're just an American kid. I got kidnapped in Jamaica. What? <laughs> what do Are you, you mean? serious? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, 
I travel a lot. Let me just put that out there. And I go to Europe and I get the guidebooks, right? Like, and I know what the scams are, the gypsies, and, the, and I know all that stuff. I go on a resort in the Caribbean and I feel like I'm with my peeps. I don't, mm. right? You shouldn't leave the resort. Right. I always leave the <laughs> resort. I always go into town. And on this one particular occasion, I was uh, with some very well-known radio personalities. And uh, one of them was like, hey, talk to this dude. He's going to get some mushrooms. Can you go with him to pick him up? Yeah, why not? You know, 25. What do I what do I got to lose? In Jamaica? Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, I get in the car with these three Jamaican dudes. I only know one of them's name. His name was Romeo. Uh, later found out he was a warlord. Yeah. <gasps> you wouldn't have guessed it to meet him. You know what I mean? You weren't like yeah. you were a warlord of some sort. Yeah. So uh, they're passing it, joining around. They're like, so you're on the radio. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Telling them uh, uh, a little bit about what I do and, and whatnot. And I think like I'm amongst friends. I didn't know this, but we were in the grill, Jamaica. We drove to the middle of nowhere and there was a hut and there was a guy outside the hut with a machete and there was a dog with three legs. Not like the dog had freshly lost the leg. That's not what I'm saying. It just was weird, and it struck me odd that the guy had a machete and the dog only had three legs. Anyway, we get <laughs> that there. That struck you odd. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> did, you eat, did you eat the mushrooms yet? I had no, no, I hadn't seen any mushrooms at this point at all, but we had smoked a bunch. So I was okay. definitely high. Like, literally, it was a grass hut, like what you would see on Gilligan's Island. And I like it was just astonishing to be in a place like that. Like I had never thought I would be like in a jungle looking at a grass hut. This dude's on the phone or whatever, and he puts the phone up to my ear, and it was our boss from the radio station. And she said, Just want to make sure you're all right. And I was like, Oh no, I'm good. I'm like, Do you need anything? Cause I thought she was checking in to see how this drug deal was going down with this Jamaican warlord that they sent me out with. But what she, he was ransoming me back to them. Oh, oh my God. God. You were and the bait. She wanted to make sure I was alive. And so she's like, are you all right? And I was like, oh yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, on an add on order here, what do you need? Like, I think they got pills. I think that's probably what you're into. And then the last thing she said was, if they touch a single hair on your head, and he pulled the phone away. Didn't strike me at all. Didn't even really, didn't register. Uh, this dude then rolled uh, the longest joint I've ever seen in my life. Never seen any. It was like three papers combined. It was sick. And we got back in the car and no mushrooms. And we get back to the resort. I get out. And all of the people from the radio station come rushing out the front gate. Like I had just hit a home run to win the World Series. Like yeah. they like lifted me up and like carried me in. And I'm like, whoa, hero. <laughs> and so, right, we go in. Everybody's like, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, no. I'm like, and I didn't get the mushrooms. Like there was no mushrooms to be had. I don't know what Oblivious. we were doing out there. Right. Oh, yeah. And they were like, dude, are you like serious? Like, do you know what was happening? And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I had no idea. And they were like, dude, they like just ransomed you back. For like eight hundred forty-four dollars or whatever they oh could muster God. together. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. He apparently, it threatened to kill me. Wow! Yeah. That's so funny because well, you can we tell. went out with them two nights later. <laughs> 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 what? We the buried hell? the hatchet. 
We buried the hatchet. He bought drinks all night. Romeo's yeah. a really good guy, as it turns out. So it was well, just that's... a test to see if you guys were down? I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of the Sal's gals was hooking up with Romeo and, uh, you know, negotiated right? that deal. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I heard, but that's so funny women for you. I had um I had physical therapy today and I was talking to the girl about cruises and I said if I ever go to Jamaica again I'm not leaving the boat. I hated Jamaica. They everyone everywhere you went they wanted tips, they want money, putting their hands out. I hate that stuff. I always <laughs> wanted pretty... to go. I've never been. Yeah, I've never been to foreign countries. I've only been to islands. Have you, have you ever been to Europe? No. Europe is like the most depressing American city you can think of. There's just like a weird like, I don't know, like, like a weird like Buffalo or something. There's just you just feel like it's like 1857, like at yeah. all times. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like wherever you are, you're like, this is an old, old stone city. There's nothing like, dude, Omaha, Nebraska is flashier <laughs> than like Paris. Yeah. Or Rome. Like they're not even a comparison, dude. Like the, the cities of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's banging compared to like London. Yeah. Not even close. Oh, but where do funny. people go on vacation? They're like, ah, I got to go to London. Go to Pittsburgh. It's a lot nicer. Better steak. Well, I would a thousand times rather go to the Caribbean than like England or Ireland. I just would. See, we take yeah, two types too. of vacations in this in this house. We either go like somewhere in Europe. And it's like an Indiana Jones expedition of like, we got 56 things to do every day. Yeah. And I, she's upstairs. I hate it. I hate that. <laughs> like, I want to go to Europe. I love it. But dude, our day, it's like one thing after the, it's like, it's very regimented. When we go to the Caribbean, nothing going on. It's just like sit by the pool and get drunk. Feeling irate, man, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So speaking of vacations, let's talk about auto warm beer. So we know how the weather is around here. It's probably similar in Ohio. He went to go on a vacation on New Year's. Where would you think to go, Joe? Like on New Year's, if you want to. Like, I've got a in? nice list of places I want to go. And where I would spend the New Year would never be. Uh, <laughs> never be where Otto went. I, why, would, why would you even think to visit there? So he wanted to go to North Korea because there are a lot of people like they love the culture and they want to see all these different places. But that's one place I would never set foot in. Maybe the last place on Earth. What is the culture? What is North Korea's culture? You know, they don't even have one. South Korea has a culture. North. What is there? To, what are you, what are you going to go look at? Like once you get past the DNs, like what is there? Just cold, depressing, like poverty. That's not a place like that's. I'm sympathetic. No, I get it, but there's a reason why, like, people flee there when they can, and most of them go the long way around. You can't even, you can't go the short way. You got to go, like, through China and all. Like, that's crazy. This guy's like, oh, I'll go on vacation there. Yeah. Dennis Rodman? You insane? I know. I know. So he booked like a guided tour. Now he went when he went to this travel agency. Jedi, what do you think a good name? What would you have a slogan for a travel agency? Like something fun? Yeah, go wherever you want to go. I've never been before. Oh, it wouldn't be. We will take you to destinations your mother would rather you stay away from. Oh, oh my God! My that's God. That's oh, the slogan yikes. this place came up with. So Otto went there with other people. And this hotel that they stayed at, it's known for having a fifth floor that you can't get to. 
So if you go to the elevator, the elevator buttons are one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. It's kind of like a mysterious thing. So they only stayed for four days. They went on December 29th. I think they left on January 2nd. Otto went to that floor to check it out. Let's take a look at uh, that floor, Joe. So we're looking. It looks like there's a poster that he's ripping off the wall. And the poster was of Kim Jong-il. And the poster said, let's arm ourselves strongly with Kim Jong-il patriotism. And Otto took it off the wall. I mean, obviously, he probably has no idea the consequence to something like this. And he ended up abandoning it because it was too big. But when he went to the airport with his friends, he got a tap on the shoulder and they said, come with us. And one of his friends said jokingly, oh, that's the last we'll see of you. Oh, my gosh. So on the plane, they made an announcement that Otto was very sick and he couldn't board the plane. Do you think you guys would know something was up then? Yes. Or do you think you think he was sick? <laughs> of no. course, because if he wasn't showing any symptoms and I was just with him. Well, if we were in any other country on the planet, I would maybe think the other way. But no, right. not here. <laughs> what I think this what is there two or three hundred countries? This has to be the last one you would go to, right? Yes. Yes, most definitely. What would be worse than that? I, I can't think of anything. What would be worse? I'm thinking like Sudan or Somalia. I mean, places like that have to be bad, but I can't picture as bad as North Korea. Yeah, Somalia. We probably wouldn't last very long there. That would be a, that's not a nice place. Speaking of warlords, you know, that place is chaotic. Like it's, it's any, any city uh, in, in Somalia, even Libya, uh, for the most part, they're just sectioned off by whatever gang runs that area. So also places you wouldn't want to go, but dude, North Korea. Yeah. It's like a state sank. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's one thing you get picked off by some warlords. It's another thing when the government arrests you and takes you against your will. And what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> you right, That's insane. Oh, my God. So you ever notice in different countries, if you get arrested here, it could be like a trial. It could be two, three, four years down the line. Other countries, everything is so swift. You get the death penalty. It's like the next week. So they had a they had a they had a case for him and let's see what Otto said and th this looks like it was um they told him what to say North Korea I entirely beg you people and government of the DPR Korea for your forgiveness please I have made the worst mistake of my life but please I never should have allowed myself to be a lord by the United States administration to commit a crime in this country. A show trial with obviously coerced statements, perhaps in exchange for a pardon. 16 days later, Warmbier discovers that his hopes were in vain. He is publicly sentenced to 15 years of hard labor for subversive activities. His condition from this point on remains uncertain i just parents, imagine being the parents and seeing that do you guys know what the hard labor is there it's crazy you for food every day you get 120 grams of rotten corn oh my god <laughs> a very specific amount of rotten yeah, corn. <laughs> <laughs> and a very specific meal that it never changes it's just rotten corn <laughs> I know, but we shouldn't be laughing, but... 
Although if rotten corn's your favorite food, you are in luck. <laughs> but I looked up 120 grams. It's not a lot. It's like a little tiny cup, and that's all you eat. And they say if you get lucky, the hard labor could be slight discomfort, but it could also be nightmarish torture. They say people would try to commit suicide because it was so bad. Um, you'd lose your teeth. Your gums would turn black. Your bones would weaken. You'd end up looking like a hunchback, and you wouldn't probably live past 50. And they said a lot of people wouldn't survive one-year sentences. It was that bad. Wow. So right after this happened, he went into a coma. And by the time they sent him back to the United States 17 months later, he never regained consciousness, and he died shortly after. And one of the things I thought, not funny, but Joe, the Trump clip. Because when Trump talked about this, it, it is funny how he always has to throw in like a little brag. How he says, oh, I got the hostages out. Play that clip. I really believe something very bad happened to him. And I don't think that uh, the top leadership knew about it. And when they had to uh, send him home, by the way, I got the prisoners back. I got the hostages back. And Otto was one of the hostages. But Otto came back in uh, shape that was not even to be talked about. Uh, I find it, I thought it was horrible. Now, the others came back extremely healthy, but Otto came back in a condition that was uh, just are, are you, just terrible. And I will, I, I did speak about it, and uh, I don't believe that he would have allowed that to happen. It just wasn't to his advantage to allow that to happen. Those prisons are rough. They're rough places, and bad things happened. But I really don't believe that he was... Uh, he, he, I don't believe he knew about it. Did, did he say, did he tell you that he did not, uh, did Kim Jong-un tell you? He directly? felt badly about it. Did I did speak to him. He felt he... very badly, but he knew the case very well, but he knew it later. And, you know, you got a lot of people, a big country, a lot of people. <laughs> what did he just, what? So, oh, I mean, obviously, obviously. He took Kim... over the press conference yeah. <laughs> for himself. So obviously. Kim Jong-un can't know about every single person in prison, but that was such a high profile. That thing. one American hostage. Yeah, he knows yeah. that guy. You knew right. about it afterwards. Uh, wait, wait, was Odo Warmbier, was he like attempting to become like a leader in that Korean prison and somebody shanked him over the head? Like, what are you even talking about? How would he not know that? Again, we're it's a dictator. We literally were just talking about what they do, this is why I, I struggle with, with Donald Trump, is most of what he said was super self-serving, and the rest of it was horseshit. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, and the worst part is, can I tell you something, honestly? Before 2016, I loved Donald Trump. Yeah. I loved the, I used to watch The Apprentice every Thursday. Well, most celebrities, too, loved him. Growing up? In Connecticut and spent all my time on the Jersey Shore, dude. I've been reading like the post page six since I was a little kid. Donald Trump's been in it like my entire life. I've been well aware of this guy. Thought he was great. Then he became president. <laughs> Terrible. So um, Kim Jong-un said he died of botulism, but no one knows what the hell happened. Someone said it looked like his teeth were pulled out with pliers and like other teeth were put in place. He was probably tortured, obviously. Wow. Didn't they also say that he didn't have oxygen? That was also part of the reason why his brain Yeah, did, no basically. oxygen to the brain. Yeah, that's something else. I couldn't believe it was 2017. I thought this was seven or eight years ago. But that's like one of the saddest things. I was following that all the way through. You want to go to Brittany Griner? 
Sure. Brittany Greiner, she's in the news right now. WNBA star of the Phoenix Mercury Center. She's facing drug smuggling charges after being found with cannabis vape cartridges. I guess she was uh, coming from New York into Moscow, and they caught her with her, her vape cartridges. I'm not sure if this was um, something that she knew not to do. She's been going to Russia since, what, 2015, playing over there? So I don't understand why all of a sudden now she's getting caught with these cartridges. I know. And I'm totally with you. Even though we know that's a ridiculous law that you could be in jail for 10 years, if it's the law there, you, you got to go by it, especially you're in Russia and everything going on House right rules, now. right. Yeah. You don't, totally. don't want to do anything that'll, you know, put you under the radar. 100%. Well, so if she always does that and people knew she always did that, I mean, that is the perfect setup for getting pinched, isn't yeah. it? Right, totally. because vaping is like cigarettes. It's habitual. You do it, you know, every hour, every day, or whatever. It's not a new thing. So I also I mean, don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think her arrest and the whole Ukrainian invasion are like separate things. I feel like this is very much connected to that. And this is a high leverage American basketball superstar. If you consider women's basketball a sport, and I do. And it is kind of a double standard because if she's like the best in her sport, could you mm -hmm. imagine if this was Tom Brady? Right. Imagine if LeBron James was being held by a foreign government. Yeah, we'd be freaking out, dude, right? I went to YouTube today and I typed in Brittany Griner. The top two things were on this. And then like the third one down, it's like Brittany Griner highlights from the Phoenix. <laughs> like, why isn't there 50 pages on this? Yeah. Yeah, you that's sad, would be... right? <laughs> She picked a wrong time to get kidnapped. I know. Mm. And I think she makes like a million dollars in Russia. And I think she makes about 250 in the WNBA, I believe. I heard she makes four or five times more. Overseas. Yeah, that's why a lot of the basketball players go off season to foreign countries because they make significantly a lot more. And I was reading that they get treated better, like they get private cars, they get all this service. I mean, they're treated like kings and queens up there. So that's why they do it. Yeah, Joe, here, some of our w WNBA teams, their home court is at a casino. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's that's what, what is it? The Connecticut Sun? Or the Connecticut Sun, yeah. Is that Mohegan Sun Arena? Yeah, it's um, it's sad. And, and the here's the worst part is, first of all, Connecticut is a rich state. Number two, Connecticut is a basketball state. More specifically, a woman's basketball state. Our, our women Huskies are like the program in the country the last like 30 years. You would think somebody in this state and there's a lot of millionaires in Connecticut billionaires too. One of them would be like, she'd build these ladies in an arena somewhere. And because that's also not a great place in the state. As far as if you were appealing to Connecticut, right? Like you, yeah, I understand you had to build the stadium in Foxborough, right? There's not a good place to build a stadium in downtown Boston, but imagine if they would have put uh Foxborough stadium, like, in uh in Provincetown, like yeah. that's not even close to Boston. Yeah, I that's know, not I know. that doesn't work, and that's essentially what you have. And that's almost in Rhode Island, where the casino is. You're like yeah, 15 minutes from Rhode Island, so that really a good spot for where you would want a professional basketball team and to, to build the support base. Also, the support base at UConn is all the way north. 
No, no, in Jedi, when Joe says that Connecticut is a big basketball school, picture the Patriots. In UConn Huskies women's basketball world, they are mm-hmm. like way above the pay. I mean, they they won, I don't know how many they have, 11 or 12 under Geno. In like years, they go undefeated. They won like, what, eight, 89 in a row or something. It's just they're untouchable. Yeah, it's been it's been unbelievable what they've what they've done with that program. But again, you would think that next level that there would be, you know, it took them a long time to get a team in Connecticut. They got one, and it's depressing that they played a casino. Do you guys even watch WNBA as much as regular NBA? To be fair, I don't watch the NBA anymore either. I don't no. watch basketball either. But I used to love basketball, but Todd knows that basketball yeah. in the 90s, 80s and 90s, yeah. it was yeah. amazing. The stuff they do now, it's it, they're playing a different sport, and I don't really like it. Also, yeah. I was a Knicks fan, so I just hate the Knicks because uh, their owners and just the worst human being on the planet, James Dolan. So... I'm sort of pro so a lot of people. Com- yeah, a lot of people complain how little the WNBA players make, but I forget how many billions the NBA makes. And I was surprised to see that the WNBA brings in 60 million. I thought it would be much less than that, but that's why they make so much less than the men. That's always the argument. We well, should make I the ha- same. I hardly see anything about, you know, WNBA players. I mean, I don't play tennis. I know of uh, Venus and Serena. I don't know. I don't do a race car driving. I'm not interested in that, but I know Danica Patrick. You know, yeah. it seems like the WNBA women players are not getting as much exposure as NBA players. And I think that's sad. That's a great point because I think the average American, one or two at the very most, you could name WNBA players, if any. If you pulled someone in the street, no one, you're not going to know anyone. Right. What are you going to say? Right. What are you going to say, Rebecca Lobo? <laughs> She's like 50. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I think that's a Diana Tarazi, Sue Bird. Well, they're all Yukon yeah. stars. The you uh, ask me anyone else from any other, I have no idea. Yeah. I only know Brittany Griner because she is a monster and she can dunk, which is uh, a comp- I don't mean monster like I, I mean as far as her basketball skills. Uh she I mean she dunks like regularly. Yeah. With no like from a standstill, it's it's ridiculous. Right. No, she's Jedi, one of the most dominant player, right? Yeah. She's basically the Wilt Chamberlain of women's basketball. Like, yeah. I mean, you're seeing arguably the greatest female basketball player of all time, the most dominant. And the fact that she's in jail in Russia right now, and there's two articles on Google about it, that's not right. That's not and, right at all. Right. And what's sad is I think her wife is the one that put it on Instagram, and that's how everybody yeah. found out about it. Through Instagram, not, you know, all these news articles that are covering everything else under the sun. I mean, what about Britney? I mean, I think there's a good chance we're not going to see her again. I mean, I don't think likely, but I think it's a good, good enough chance. Dude, Britney Spears was under a conservatorship for her own good. And people were like, free Britney, free Britney. This woman's being held a hostage by a country that's invaded another country. And people are like. Whatever. Right. And we're on what the verge of World War Three. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's crazy. Imagine being in custody in Russia as an American right now, especially one of some value. Yikes. 
I mean, for large scale drug charges, Russia is like, you got to pay a fine of 500,000 rubles. And then, yeah, she's facing prison for three to 10 years. But I'm not sure exactly what Russia considers as large scale drug trafficking or smuggling or whatever. Well, luckily, right now, 500,000 rubles is 50 cents. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that she's got going for her, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know what's funny? When we did an episode in Yao Ming, they, we said Yao Ming's mother was 6'5", and she was one of the tallest people in China. Brittany Griner is 6'9". Wow. That doesn't even seem real. 6'9"? Right. Definitely one of the tallest women in the world. Oh, my goodness. What do you think is going to end up happening with her Jedi? I hope she gets out. I, I, but I, I don't know if, if there's enough attention to her story. Obviously, there's not. If you guys are only saying there's, there's two stories about her. And I didn't know of Brittany Grimer until this happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't watch WNBA. But yeah. this is what is the only thing. You know, she, she's what, a seven-time all-star, two-time Olympian? I mean, yeah, we've got to free Brittany Griner. She's one of us. You know, let's help her out. Get her out there. You know, bring her back to America. Hell yeah. Free Brittany, yeah. bitch. <laughs> and still, Joe, this isn't a thing that everyone can somehow not agree on. Because well, you, you know what it is. You know what it is. She's a big, she's one of the people that likes to sit in the locker room when the national anthem is played. So a lot of people, if you look around, are posting, oh, I oh. bet you like the American national anthem now. But her take on that was that she's not she 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 has American pride. She said it's just that she doesn't feel that the Star Spangled Banner was a representation of all Americans. So they weren't considering, you know, black people when they wrote that song. So that's why her reasoning is for staying out of. Can I tell you my objection to the national anthem? Sure. We live in a free country and yet every day for like the first 20 years of my life, I had to stand up on order and recite an anthem to my country. There is nothing less free about that. I own a home and I pay taxes in the United States of America. That's the anthem. I don't need to salute your... I'm not in the military, okay? Love the freedom. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the veterans, but... The idea of reciting a pledge seems very like Nazi Germany to me. And I've never been comfortable with that. And I understand if you were a person of color who felt like that song didn't represent you. I think the whole notion of it is outrageous uh, to begin with. Yeah, but after 9-11, everyone loved it. Oh, that I definitely bought a flag and everything. <laughs> yeah. Love America. <laughs> Dude, but again, I pay my taxes. That's my I'm I'm paying into the system. I'm I'm a part of it. I don't I don't need to I hope nobody's questioning my patriotism. And if they are, the idea of me standing like I pledge allegiance to the flag, like no, that's ridiculous. It's a flag. Stop. All right. So I want to get into a few other countries, but Jedi, do you have anything else on Brittany Griner? Just free Brittany Griner. Bring her home. So I can't believe it's 2022 and there's still at least 10 countries that you could be put to death for being gay. Wow. I mean, Joe, you'll know, you could probably name them all. Yemen, Iran, Brunei, Nigeria, Qatar, Afghanistan, Somalia, Sudan. I mean, that is unreal. If you asked me to tick off a list, that would have been my first seven right there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, 100%. 
Indonesia, you can get four years. Oh, man, I couldn't live in Indonesia, Joe. Four years if you watch porn. I wouldn't know all those porn stars. Oh you'd, be in, you'd be in jail for life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> life, six life sentences without the possibility of parole. <laughs> yeah, that's Indonesia, Indonesia. And drugs, you get life in prison. And if you traffic drugs, you're dead. You're, you're going to get stoned to death. Uh, the one I can kind of be on the side of a little bit here, Somalia. Now, you ever hear when you were a kid, some someone would say, oh, if you live in these countries, you can get your hands cut off for stealing. Not that yeah. I think that should happen, but I'm so sick of watching these videos of people just walking out of stores with carriages full of stuff, knowing there's nothing we can do about it. Oh, the smash and grab. Or just people walk in and walk out the carriage full of stuff. And if it's under, what, $950, you can't be charged or chased or anything like that. That's kind of outrageous to me. Not that I think you should get your hands cut off, but. Yeah, there's listen. There's a fine. There's a middle ground between cutting yeah. off your hand and just letting them walk away. We got to figure out what that is. I think we already <laughs> had it. It was called arresting them. <laughs> yeah, right. What? And that so theft can be pub public amputation. And why does everything have to be public? You know what I mean? Public stoning, public amputation. I wouldn't want to be there. Here's the reason why, and it's brilliant. And if we did it in this country, here's the best part. You only have to do it a handful of times, if you will. You cut off a couple of hands in this country, mm. castrate a couple of rapists. Watch how quick people stop doing that stuff. Yeah, I totally. Exactly. When you said handful of times, was that a pun? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of a pun for the penis. So I decided to go with the hand and the handful. I am. Um, I do agree, though. Uh, things should be more harsh because then it wouldn't happen as much. Well, they always talked about the death penalty being it's, a, it's supposed to be a deterrent. Well, execute people then. Start executing them fast and furious, and, and then it's a deterrent. They Then suddenly murder doesn't seem like, oh, I'll go join a gang in prison and have a really good life, eating shrimp and lobster with the mobsters. <laughs> and, then, and then you find out, no, they're just like chopping heads off. You would stop the you would stop the crime quick. You would. Yeah, totally. And Joe, you know the punishment in Singapore, right? For a lot of crimes. Dude, Michael Fay. Do you remember that name from yeah, 1994? Yeah. And he ended up, it was actually in uh Ice Cube and Dr. Dre's Natural Born Killers. They talked about getting the the lashes in Singapore. Yes. Yeah, there's there's 35 different offenses that can get you the uh, get caning. And you know what's kind of funny? Not too long ago in the US, you always hear about people a generation ahead of us that went to Catholic school. They would like Oh, and getting hit by and, the ruler. Yeah. I went to Catholic yeah. school and there was a nun. She was the last one and she was still walking up behind students and cuffing them upside the back of the head. She had been told no more ruler, no more weapons, but she was still free to open hand or backhand students. She did that until I was in about sixth grade. So we're talking a little over 30 years ago. This was still going on and that could yep. never happen now. All the other schools in, in the town I grew up in, in Meriden, Connecticut, uh, they all had a whole functioning nun crew at all of them. So I would imagine that the abuse there probably continued a little little further into the 90s. <laughs> so one of the reasons for canings in Singapore is if you're a foreigner and you stay over 90 days. Joe, could you imagine if you went on a vacation and couldn't catch a flight back? <laughs> you're getting caned. You know, worst oh flight goodness. ever. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, 
Malaysia puts a lot of people to death for heroin, morphine, too much cannabis, coke, cannabis, death. How Malaysia. do you know when someone's had too much cannabis? What does that even look like? I think it means you have too much on you. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, I thought. Like, hey, They're not eating was, the whole store right? out. That right? guy's super stoned. He just ate a whole yeah. box of Twinkies. Put them out. And Joe, I want to know if you know what this means, because I didn't know what, in North Korea, you can get put to death by traveling independently. I don't know what that means. You're supposed to go with someone everywhere? Yeah. Your chaperone? Uh, you, the only way to come in is through like a tour guide company. If you enter that country, uh, if you were to just try to cross the Chinese border in and they found you, you're definitely going to like one of those camps. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Shopping at unauthor unauthorized shops, speaking against the government, those are all long-term camps or dead. Wow. Yeah. It's terrible. So and my last, yeah, yeah, and my last one on the list is China. You can get death for rioting, spreading poison, sabotaging electricity, gas, or fuel, and spying on people. Those are all put you to death. I mean, some of those are all right. <laughs> Again, I'm saying if you just a couple of people, yeah, yeah, exactly. you actually, dude, not for nothing. Take two capital rioters, two BLM rioters, public executions, no more riots. Yeah. Yeah. People would be like, all right, we're done with that. Sad, but true. Sucks, but yeah, it would work. I mean, these are the most strange house rules. But again, when you go to a foreign country, you need to respect their house rules. I mean, I'm sure you guys have house rules, right? Well, what's the expression? When in Rome, right? Right. Yeah. That's how it goes. My daughter knows that there's no tablet or anything until her homework's done. Things like that. She can't. She can't do any of her games until she comes home and does her homework. She still fights me on it. She wants to come home and play with her friends. Yeah, and mine is you can't wear shoes in the house. You won't be invited in if you're going to wear your shoes. Just stay outside. <laughs> That's My a Hawaii thing. Trouble. My son got in trouble at school yesterday for for doing the finger guns. Oh yeah, yeah. Which wow. is a big no no these days. And the kid that was chasing him. Uh, ignored the finger guns, and my son yelled "fuck" as he ran off. And so, right, double trouble. He gets home, he's yeah. all upset. And I was like, "Son, listen, you got to understand something. If you would have done that at home, hilarious. Yeah. Do it at school <laughs> against the rules. Yeah. You just got to figure out where the appropriate time for your shenanigans are. Life right. lesson. He got it. Joe, right. we got to find a way to." to have the government stage a couple of these things like you said about the rioters like pretend kill them and stuff dude what a great idea that is yeah. you shouldn't even have brought it up on air we should have just brought this right to the government they would have totally ate it up just two guys on each side boom yeah Problem fake solved. hangings fake hangings <laughs> this is gonna happen to anyone else that tries it now nah, we're good I did go down a rabbit hole today when I looked up Somalia. I'm like, ooh, I want to look up some Somalia pirates. That's scary. Those guys just coming oh, in and yeah. coming on board. And I saw some ships now are equipped with, like, turrets. And the boat starts coming, and they're just shooting. And there's no way the, the pirates can come near you. You know what bums me out about the Somali pirates? Is if you go to Texas and see real cowboys, they still dress the part. If you're going to be a pirate, I mean, come on. Some feathers. A puffy shirt would it kill you guys to put on one of those corn hot hats? Like, come on, 
<laughs> yeah, the first few times I heard about pirates, I was thinking of like Johnny Depp and <laughs> 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 <to> the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm like, oh, those are pirates. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, the else Jedi. Well, the only, yeah, going back to, you know, doing crimes in foreign countries, the only ones that I know who got off and were brought back home were the three UCLA players, Leangelo yeah. Ball, Cody Riley, and Jalen Hill. Dude, they only got back because of the ball kid. The other two, they if those other two were there without LaMelo Ball, Dunzo. Yeah. They would have was no it? chance. Yeah. Was it Leangelo Ball? Yes, Leangelo Ball, and they were they were trying to uh, yeah one of the balls right. <laughs> I mean, Joe, they, they were caught trying end. to steal sunglasses of all things <laughs> in China. Whew. I was gonna say, Joe, edit that in for the pun. <laughs> <laughs> the penis pun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Marks, the end is here. Where do you stand when it comes to house rules? Please drop us a line on social media or check us out on Clovercrest Media. Um, hashtag bring Brittany Grimer home. Thanks. Peace and love. Aloha.